This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Verve. This week, we have a little surprise for you, and that is a solo episode. That's right. It's just you and me and no Katie today. And sorry if Katie's your favorite, but this just gives us a chance to bond a little you and me, you know, like we're besties just chatting about one of my favorite topics, one of my favorite things to cover, and that is red carpet event. Last night was the VMAs held in Newark, New Jersey. So we have some of your favorite artists and even some actors, a TikTok star. We have it all. They're all on the red carpet. And as always, you know, I have a lot of opinions. So let's hop in with the first one of the night. We're going to start out with a bang. And that is Lizzo and Jean-Paul Gaultier Couture. It is this huge, voluminous, like, silk taffeta like there's some structure to it it's crinkled it's scrunched and it is a dark navy blue it's strapless asymmetrical at the top and then she has these sheer navy blue gloves that go all the way up into the dress with some silver rings on top there's a navy blue lip with a gold ring in the center and some huge earrings and wet slick back hair and I know what you're thinking wow that sounds like a lot And a lot of these memes I'm sure you've seen on like Instagram and TikTok are comparing her to a trash bag, Um, which I I see where you're coming from on that, right? Like you're not, it's an easy reach, but I actually love this look for Lizzo. I think uh, being like a plus size woman, a larger woman, it would, it's very difficult to pull off uh, volume without feeling like you're just adding volume for the sake of volume right like this look is very intentional I it's art like it it looks like art it's beautifully sculpted I think she looks fabulous it's such a different look for her and I think she really stood out on the red carpet and I love the choice of this dark navy blue over a black or even like a color because it still feels like dark and sultry and I think it was a fabulous look and next we have some more drama from Conan Gray and Lil Nas X, who were both wearing Harris Reed. Harris Reed, I had to look them up. I didn't was not familiar with them as a designer. They're based out of London, and they're focused on gender fluid designs, very architectural, sculptural, ethereal. Like they're making a statement. You're not going to be missed in these pieces. So Conan Gray has this long sleeve white little like capelet on, and it has these asymmetrical dips in the front. And then this long, sheer white lace that is hanging over these black bell bottoms. 
and then they have on these huge white platforms and then a big black collar no shirt on underneath so you're getting a pop of chest i think this look is super like 1970s like rocker vibe and it looks stunning on them next we have Lil Nas X who is wearing like this full feathered headdress I mean the diameter of this thing or circumference math was not my strong suit okay I'm this thing is like six feet wide across so it, it's huge and it's just, like three round feathered headdress like it, it's just fabulous and then you see the same thing mirrored in the skirt again Lil Nas X also shirtless um, showing off some very ripped abs, may I say. And then it looks like you have some maybe pants with like a black sequin cummerbund. And then like a tiered hoop skirt with the same feathering effect. And I think they look super, again, ethereal as the vibe from Harris Reed. And Lil Nas X tends to go a little more costumey. Like, I feel like he very much is the Elton John of today. Like he's pushing it forward. Like everything he does is like a bit camp, but this is almost like a more refined look for him and I might just be saying that because it's not like the typical like armored platform fully sequined Balmain look that we usually see him in but I do like that he's branching out okay next I think the men really brought it this show they took a lot of risk so first we have Khalid and Versace Khalid was a performer of the night and he came in this super beautiful color palette there's like a deep violet and then we have a hot pink and then like a turmeric yellow orange color and there's like three different patterns or sorry two different patterns there's a shirt that kind of looks like a baseball jersey with a oversized floral print and then underneath it there's a more geometric line like button down t-shirt and then the pants are just a fully purple and I love this color combo. I think it's super fun. It's not super stuffy because, you know, if we rewind and we think about the history of the VMAs, it is, this isn't the Academy Awards, right? This isn't we're pulling out all the stops of like having the brightest or sorry, the most glamorous dress out there, right? Or you don't have to wear a tuxedo as a guy. Like you can have fun with it. This is where we've seen some of the most memorable pop culture looks of all time when it comes to the red carpet, like Lady Gaga's meat dress. You have Little Kim's lilac pasty moment. I believe Jennifer Lopez and the green Versace dresses also from the VMAs. So this is a time to like have fun and make a statement. Next, we have Dylan O'Brien, an actor, and he's wearing this kind of like granny quilt inspired pattern. And it's actually just a button down shirt that is open over a black rib tank top and then matching pants with gold chains and Ray-Ban wayfarers. I love this print, but I am just now noticing that the print is not matching up on the pants, which is like a huge no-no. That's just comes down to like a construction, a quality issue that if you're going to use a print and it to look high end, you need to line up the print where the seams meet. Otherwise, it's giving like Forever 21. So I'm going to have to dock him a few points on that. But I do love the vibe he was going for. It's kind of like a little bad boy, but then I feel like the print makes it a little more feminine. Okay, next, Bob the Drag Queen. I wish Katie was here for this one because I feel like she would absolutely love it. Bob the Drag Queen, they are wearing a long white ruffly dress with a shirt collar. And then over it, you have a navy blue and gray plaid vest. And then over that, a matching jacket. So it's kind of like a take on a three-piece suit, but without the pants, right? Like it's just this long white shirt dress. and then. There's a bunch of brooches. You know, we love a brooch on the show. We can never style them ourselves, so we'd love to see them 
on other people, some gold chains, some patent leather boots. And uh, here's my slight criticism. I hate when people have a bag on the red carpet. Like, sorry, if you're like on the red carpet, I'm assuming you're a certain level of celebrity that you have a little team with you. I don't like seeing people carry bags. I feel like it distracts from the look. So they look to have like a little flat bag with a cheetah print top. It's fine. I get it's functional. I just don't want to see it. That's it. Okay, next we have Tosi. Tosi? I don't know who this person is. They're a rapper. But I absolutely am into the fit. It is this green, like um, a Kelly green almost, but not as bright. And then I was going to say lime green. But like the actual color of a lime, not like lime green neon. Okay. Just look at our listener guide or Instagram. That's where you'll see all these photos. And you can follow along to make sure we're aligned with what outfit we're speaking on. But this is like a green crocodile jacket. You have Anthony Kiedis, Flea, and Chad Smith. And they're all pictured together doing a little like running pose. I just love them. They're so much fun. Fun fact, I went to Bonnaroo in 2017. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers were playing. This was the second time I saw them. The first time I saw them was at Lollapalooza the year before. And I got to see them again. And we go over to the main stage that they're at. Or they're going to be at later in the day. And we see this line forming. And we're like, oh, is this the line for the pit? We check the schedule. You're like, mm, we can kind of miss out on these other shows that aren't at the stage. Because at the stage on the same day with like Glass Animals was playing. And... Mm, some like R&B rapper I'm blanking on who it was but we were also like okay that's a sick line at the sea so we sat in this line to see Red Hot Chili Peppers in the pit for eight hours just sitting there again you get to see the other performers it was not a total loss because we get into the pit right and I end up being like third row right in front of Flea and they are just some of the greatest performers. Like, they bring so much passion, so much energy. Flea's doing these, like, handstands. He's rocking out on the bass. Like, they're so incredible. There's so much energy. And, like, if you ever get a chance to see them, highly recommend. I know they're tour- on tour right now. And sadly, I'm going to miss the show that's around me. And also touring with the Strokes, who I love so much. Anyway, let's get back to the outfit. They're so funky. I feel like this is so them. I'm not even going to criticize them on anything because I just love them too much. So Anthony is wearing this tie-dyed blue suit. And underneath that, he had the tie-dyed pink shirt. And then here's the kicker. This cracks me up. But he's wearing Asics tennis shoes, um, which uh, have never been stylish in anyone's book, right? Like, it's a very functional, like, actual shoe for a runner. It perfectly matches the tone of the suit. And it perfectly matches his socks. So you can tell this is like intentional, right? Like this is thought through. It's not like he just threw on a pair of running sneakers with this suit. Um, I just think it's funny. But maybe uh, the first thing in my head, I'm like, does he need like shoe support? And his like, you know, he's a little older now, like performing. But it's funny. It works for him because they're just so funky. Okay, next is Flea. Flea is wearing a gray plaid double-breasted blazer. No shirt on underneath. Loving the blazer with no shirt. I feel like that's a theme we're seeing. And then plaid shorts. Love the idea of shorts with some high, like, mid-calf socks. They look mm, dark green or dark gray with these slip-on New Balances. Again, like, literal grandpa shoes. But I can see the girlies on TikTok, like, being obsessed with this because it's very much giving, like, the Boston Birkenstock, the Gucci rubber slide kind of vibe, you know, like, backless slip-on. And then his hair is shade but dyed hot pink with like green in the center of it like a lime actual lime green 
and I love him. Side note, he's also married to Melanie Asani, who is a sick streetwear designer. I think she was one of the first female designers to get a collab with Jordan Brand and to have she's had a few come out, but just absolutely like so dope. And she designed all their merch for this tour. And I will definitely be buying some online. I keep putting it off. I need to do it before it sells out because their merch is unreal. Okay, last you have Chad Smith. He is wearing a backwards baseball cap of some sort. Um, you can tell it's MLB because I see the logo on the back. I feel like he always wears the hat. And then he has a black butterfly suit on. It's black with like white butterflies and a black shirt. So he's actually the wearing like a full suit with like the shirt the jacket the pants and then he just has some black and white jordans on and he just looks very fresh and clean and they all look so good together like they're all wearing patterns but it's working so kudos to their stylist i'm assuming they collaborated on all three of them and i just love them so much okay next we have some men who maybe didn't take as many risks as the ones i just covered but i think it's worth mentioning so we have jay balvin and louis vuitton and similarly, we have offset. Now, here's the theme I'm seeing here. We have like a fitted top. We have a fitted tuxedo top. J Balvin also not wearing a shirt under his tux. That is definitely a trend. That's like the fourth time we've seen that. And then they're wearing these super loose, super baggy white pants. And I feel like the suiting trend that we're seeing in men now is this fitted top, really big baggy pants. Where in the 2010s, it was all about the YSL Edie Salmon skinny cigarette suit, right? I feel like, you know, like Andrew Garfield wore it all the time. Like, it's just like skin tight. I feel like it very much mirrored the woman's trends at the time. The skinny jeans, you saw a lot of men in skinny jeans as well. And now we're just swinging the pendulum to the other way to a wide leg moment. And I mean, they look fine. It's just like not doing a lot for me. They're both in all white. And the, another trend for men is like the majority of them, I feel like, are wearing sneakers. Again, this is the more casual event. I feel like you cannot wear sneakers on the red carpet at the Academy Awards, right? But we're seeing a lot of like cool, cool kicks on here. Next, we have Jack Harlow and Hermes. And he's wearing like a full leather suit. I think it's dark brown. Um, I have a few criticisms. Number one, it is August in New Jersey. It is hot as hell outside. I do not know how he's wearing leather, especially with all these like lights. And that's just like a lot of pressure. I feel like he's on the verge of passing out. And then he's got some sunglasses on. His shirt is like this. It almost looks like a silk scarf that's tucked into the top. Like it's definitely a blouse. There's no buttons on it. Um, and he's wearing a two, like a double button suit. Typically, you only button the top button. I worked at my first job ever actually was at a rental tuxedo place in my hometown and it was during prom season. So I help all the boys like measure them, order them suits, help them match it to the girls. Very fun job. Would recommend if you're a high school girl, right? Great way to meet guys. But I always learned that you only button the top one. You never button the bottom one, which you're like, why is there two buttons then? I don't know. It's just the way it's done, but he has both of them buttoned and it just looks a bit stuffy. And I'm not into it. He did change into something sparkly later when he performed Glamorous and First Class with Fergie. And I was super into that outfit. But this is just like, he's making me sweaty look at him. Like, I, I don't know how he's doing this. Okay, next. These are just 
uncategorized, but ones that I really like. The first is Take McRae, who has a song like You Broke Me First. I believe that F.U. song on TikTok, that is by her. So she's definitely big up-and-coming pop artist. And she is wearing an emerging designer, wearing Jeannie Rios, who was discovered and connected by the Instagram account Up Next Designer. If you look on my Instagram, sorry, if you look on Verve's Instagram, you'll see the designer like name and tag there because I definitely butchered it. But what I love about this is that they're wearing an emerging designer and Up Next Designer, which is an account on Instagram who features emerging designers who has gotten a lot of clout in the fashion industry of late. I believe they just had a big article with, I think, Vogue. It just talking about the power that influence of being featured on that Instagram page and then getting matched up with like celebrities wearing your stuff like it could really make a designer's career. And so I love that emerging designers are given the opportunity to be seen and that like this Instagram account, their work is like actually making an impact in the fashion industry and like showing up on red carpets because this outfit is sickening it is like a teal it looks like a suede and it's super like made with texture on one side it almost looks like a vest on the top and then it goes into a bra with a ruffle on the other side and then the skirt is also asymmetrical it's super like mermaid like very just roughly raw organic with these matching blue shoes I think she looks fierce this is definitely one of the outfits that stood out to me as being different it's fun it fits her she's a young pop singer she doesn't need to be wearing a gown necessarily and just kudos to them incredible job next we have becky g and zuhar Murad couture and i really like this it was just like a simple fitted gown but then it's all beaded and it's like tarot cards and super colorful and I have to say I feel like the fact that it is tarot cards it's the reason that I really love it like if you look at it like it's just a sparkly dress but I think it's so fun I think it's so on pop culture right now to be like tarot astrological right like everyone's into it and she just looks good okay next we're moving on to the what the fuck is happening here corner because I have some questions I have some comments right I feel like some people walk on this red carpet. They're looking for a little attention. I mean, hello. They all are. Like, they're all actresses, celebrities, reality TV stars, musicians, producers. They're there to be seen. And some of these people, I just, I have some questions about what the fuck is happening here. The first is an artist named Luna Clips. Apparently a rapper, a producer. He looks straight out of an insane asylum. Like, truly. Their makeup is giving like a little bit of Joker-esque, like it's white and powdery around the face and the chin. They have some eyeshadow on that looks like, you know, smudge green-ish and then like kind of a reddish lip. Like there's definitely makeup there and it's definitely smudge. Like it just looks a little Jokery. And then the outfit is literally a straight jacket, like a white straight jacket with locks down the center. His arms aren't like folded. They're free to like dangle by his side. Uh, some skinny white pants and then literally the hospital socks that you get when you go to the hospital with like the grippies on it like that's what he's wearing no shoes just socks and i was like like is this like their persona because you know like some artists like really commit to the look and i was like maybe so i did a little research and they just released a music video like two days ago 
that like takes place at an insane asylum jail thing and they're wearing the same exact outfit so i'm like okay this is like a publicity stunt um and it worked because here i am talking about it so next we have dj diamond cuts wearing a short pink voluminous gown with this like illusion corset in the center some white chunky platform boots and then a little bear bag it, it's just giving toddlers and tiaras it's a no for me next we have rachel robinson and i had to look up who this is okay I, for a second when i started looking through all the outfits i was like am i aging out of pop culture like at the ripe age of 24 i don't know who any of these people are but i looked there's a bunch of like mtv people there which makes sense because the vmas is obviously the video music awards by mtv so they have people from their reality shows on i'm a big reality show lover but i'm more of the bravo kind and not of the mtv and then there's a lot of like i feel like up and coming artists and not as many like a-list stars as there once used to be i feel like the attendees are changing a little bit so rachel robinson she's from mtv's the challenge this look i don't like hate it but i just it's not the time or the place so first we have this like strapless peplum black top it's got some ruffle like ruffles obviously the peplum there's this big silver jewel in the center her hair is like in an updo she has a big diamond necklace on and then she's wearing the amina mudwadi like black slingbacks with a silver brooch on the toe but then here's the kicker. She's wearing cargo pants, like camo cargo pants from the army. And there's a tiger patch on them. And I love the pants. Like, I want to own the pants. Like, I have a pair that's similar. But, like, it's a camo cargo pant. They're really the way to go on the red carpet. I don't think so. I don't think so. Lastly, oh, second to last, actually, because we're about to get into some TikTok drama. But first, we have a TikToker, Chris Olsen. He's most known for delivering celebrities their coffee order i would love to know like how that got started i have just started seeing him recently but i saw that he went to the oscars even and like he was invited there and he wore like a rented red tux and like delivered coffee there so he's like mm, weaseling his way into the hollywood scene so good for him i however i hate what he's wearing he's wearing a chevron top i hate chevron i feel like i've said that many a times on this podcast that is like my least favorite print of all time it is so 2012 to me i don't think it can ever recover like the the one instance where i'm okay with it is like in missoni because i feel like it's a part of the brand heritage also they change the size of the squiggle lines right like it's not all the same size there's like some variety there but okay he's wearing a black blue and white chevron turtleneck with a bright red suit like bright red satin suit really skinny pants and black patent shoes uh the suit the pants don't fit well and then the chevron just simply ruins everything i can't look at anymore and with that let's get into some juicy tiktok adjacent drama so you have young gravy who gave a pre-show performance and he came with addison ray's mom shirley easterling so young gravy is 26 sherry is 42 which is the 16 year difference which honestly not that crazy but how did this happen you're wondering why so young gravy was on the bfs podcast which is the barstool podcast with brianna chicken fried dave portnoy and some other guy who i'm sure is important to some degree i just simply do not know who he is i haven't listened to the podcast but i always see their clips come up on tiktok 
And Young Gravy was on a few weeks ago. He was talking about how much he loves MILFs. I believe he had a song recently come out about how much he loves MILF and how much he specifically loved Addison Ray's mom, Sherry Easterling. And he, like, asked her out on a date on the show. I guess he was just putting out in the universe. And here we are a few weeks later. How was that for manifestation? Hmm? Certainly worked for him. But in re- all reality, this is definitely a PR stunt. They did kiss on the red carpet, which uh, kudos for the commitment. But Sherry's estranged husband, Addison Ray's dad, Monty Lopez, has been acting a fool all over Hollywood. Apparently, they've been separated for like a year. So it's not like he was cheating on her at this time. But he is allegedly running around with girls around his daughter's age, which just gives me the ick. So props to Sherry. She deserves this one. She looks beautiful. She's wearing like a light pink gown. Her hair is slicked back. I think she just looks very pretty. She coordinated Young Gravy. He's wearing this like funky psychedelic button up that's like pink and purple with a black suit. You know, he looks good. They look cute together. This is definitely a PR stunt, but I love to see it. Honestly, I'm here for the drama. Okay, next we're getting into some trends that I'm spotting on the red carpet. First, there's a lot of black, which is not new. We had been mostly seeing sheer black dresses on both the Academy Awards, the Vanity Fair after party, and I believe the Grammys, just a lot of sheer black, which I think people caught on to everyone else is wearing that. So we steered a little out of it. But first we have Lily Reinhardt and Fendi, and she is falling into that category. And it's like all black lace. It goes up to her neck, down to dragging on the ground. There is like a keyhole on her chest that's open. And then these sleeves that go all the way past her hand. She's a beautiful girl. And this is just so frumpy. Like, I feel like the proportions on it are bad. It needed, like, a belt or a shorter sleeve. It's not my favorite look. Next, we have Dove Cameron and Paco Rabanne. Again, I wish Katie was here for this one because I know she would love this look. It is a strapless, it looks like a floral brocade, black-based. But then the around the chest is like a black leather belt with three buckles in the center. And then around the waist, another belt. And then there's like a belt choker around her neck. It sounds like a lot, but it's actually very much working. I think the proportions are just right. She has these like pigtail braids in. It's giving very like, I feel like the pop punk alt look is really coming back with the resurgence of pop punk. And I feel like this is feeding into that in, like, an edgy way. And I'm really into it. Next, we have BB Rexa and Vivian Westwood. This is a classic Vivian Westwood dress. You have the corset at the top with the decolletage on display. And then a huge slit up the side. It's classic. She looks gorgeous. She has some jewels on. It just looks really good on her. Next, we have Avril Lavigne in Versace. She's wearing what looks to be a black crew neck knit long sleeve and some wide cargo pants with a belt and then two jeans draping down the side. And I get that this is like Avril's vibe, right? This is her look and she is like the face of this era that's resurfacing. But I wanted more. Like, I want to see you lean harder into that because it looks like I could go buy this at Hot Topic today. Especially for being Versace, it's very underwhelming. 
one kudos to her though i absolutely love the orange streaks in her long blonde hair i think that is a super cool look i bet we'll start to see more people doing this on tiktok like a hair trend of like having the random streaks i feel like that's very pop punk early 2000s and i could see it coming back but side note do you remember avril lavigne's clothing line at cole's abby dawn like i feel like that is all very on trend right now like the plaid skirts the t-shirts like i bet if someone like reproduced that right now people would be like yeah that works like that's very of the moment okay next we have sophia carson and carolina herrera i did have to look up who this is she is a disney actress most notably known from the descendants this is one of my favorite looks of the night i think she looked absolutely stunning it is a strapless gown with like a sweetheart neckline very slim all the way to the floor but this part is absolutely killer so like they're straping on the chest and it comes over her arms like just around the elbow kind of like a shawl and then it's like a hood that goes up behind her and like connects to her hair in the back it's so like ethereal like saint like and it's all in black she just looks so stunning like this is something that i would picture like lana del rey and like a you know in her born to die era just like super ethereal and I think she just looks absolutely stunning. Next is Dixie D'Amelio and Alexandra Voltier Couture. This is one of the best looks I've seen Dixie in. I feel like she's finally finding her stride. We talked a lot about her red carpet looks, like when this podcast was first starting. And we always noted that it seemed like she was struggling to find her footing now that she was attending these events, trying out different stylists. My God, she found her look. This is a high neck black beaded gown completely beaded to the floor and then it has this wrapping around her waist and it really elongates her torso because this ruching and wrapping is like actually around her hips not so her her waist and then it's sleeveless her hair is up she's got like a grungy smoky eye it just like absolutely suits her perfectly and i hate to say that like some of my favorite looks are like the all black ones but no one on the fun side was really wowing me that much and i feel like a killer black gown if you have the hair the beauty the fit right it's just like always going to beat out anything else okay the next trend we're seeing is monochrome first we have snoop dog he's in like this olive green it looks like a sweat set but it's like in a leather pleather so it's just like a crew neck sweatshirt it's fine it works for snoop i suppose Next, you have Lauren Spencer-Smith, Canadian singer. She was on American Idol, apparently. And she is wearing, like, an actual, like, Kelly Green oversized bomber jacket, which I think we're going to see the resurgence of the bomber jacket this fall. It's kind of, like, popping up on Instagram already. Or, sorry, TikTok. And she has matching, like, wide leg pants and then a matching cap. The proportions on this did really well. I think partly because she has this long, long, long ponytail braid that, like, goes where the jacket ends which looks like mid thigh the arms are slightly cropped you have this long ponytail so even though it's so voluminous i feel like the proportions on this were right to work next you have dj khaled wearing parada and it's like a dark gray button-down shirt with some slim pants and some lime green nikes and it looks like he's wearing scrubs so it's not my favorite look i'm gonna say it 
Lastly, we have Colton Haynes, who's also an actor from the MTV world. And he's wearing a double-breasted suit, also in like a key lime kind of color. And then a 70s flare style trouser, all in this lime green. Again, no shirt underneath. Another point towards that trend. The fit is not impeccable. I like the idea of it. Bell-bottom flare also kind of proves that we're not seeing that the skinny suit is out, right? Like that's not what's trending right now. Next trend, we saw this in the red carpets earlier this season, but we have cutouts. We have Anita and Scaparelli Couture. We're huge fans of Scaparelli on this podcast. This actually reminds me of Little Kim's outfit, iconic lilac one with the one pasty. That's kind of what this is giving. Hers is bright red and it's a satin red corset, but then like one of the boobs is missing, you know? And on top of it is this like lacy, delicate, larger than a pasty. Like it's actually covering a whole breast and then it like wraps around the neck. And then it looks like kind of a velvet long skirt with some tights under it and some platforms. I feel like the styling on this is right. Her hair looks good. The proportions are right. She looks stunning. Next, we have Sabrina Carpenter and Moschino. And this is a fully beaded halter neck keyhole cutout in her neck. Two huge side cutouts. So there's only like a little bit of fabric covering the center of her belly. And then it goes down to the floor. And it's a black base floral with these multicolored flowers all over it like very like 70s kind of floral and then she had the black headband or I guess maybe it's 60s with like the curtain bang I like this look a lot I think it's suits someone who's like a young pop star right it's still sexy with the cutouts because there's a lot of like torso being shown and I feel like it dips pretty low but I feel like the fun print of it makes it youthful and I think she looks fabulous and then lastly we have Ashley Graham who's wearing this like black wrap couldn't find the designer on it but it does have those safety pins that I believe makes it Versace it's like a wrap dress there's it's a high neck but then it cuts in like a triangle and then there's just like a bandeau over the chest big cutout a little strip across the midriff another cutout and then the rest of the skirt uh, I think she looks phenomenal. Obviously, she's a stunning woman. Uh, the uh, safety pins from far away kind of look like little candy canes, which I find hilarious. And then I think the shoe choice really cuts off her leg because it's like the skirt ends, it's tight, it ends there, and then you see an ankle strap immediately. Not my favorite look ever, but that is it for the cutout trends. Okay, and then lastly, one of our favorite trends of this year, also seen it a lot on the red carpet, and we're not mad about it. I want to continue seeing it. And that is silver. First, we have Chloe Bailey and Zygmin. She is wearing a sweetheart neckline. There's two straps. It's pretty slim fitted silver. And then it's like corseted with these silver strips in it. And I feel like it is a gorgeous gown. It's giving me like a little bit of a superhero vibe. I feel, feel like it's the bodice. Like, if she was wearing like a little boy short, like I would think she was the next Marvel character. She looks gorgeous. It's just not my favorite dress ever. Next we have Shanisa. I might have said that wrong. And Mark Jacobs. You know I love Mark Jacobs. I'm a stan of whatever that man pumps out. Specifically, this outfit is sick. There are these silver mirrored circle tiles that form a bandeau across her chest. And then they're kind of draping across her like upper chest her clavicle and then 
over her stomach and then like over the skirt and then the rest of the outfit is like this deconstructed light gray she's wearing gloves it's kind of like the puffy deconstructed look that Marc Jacobs have shown recently I don't recall this being a runway look I'll have to see after this and I'll include it in our listener guide on Instagram if it is a runway look but I don't recall it and then she's wearing his shoes that are really popular like the super stacked platform with all the straps going across I believe they're like knee high but you can't see them because they're under the skirt but I love like the texture and the mixture of materials in this again the proportions are right for being oversized big fan okay next we have Chloe Feynman who's from SNL and she's in silver it's a bit of a kooky look it's like silver puffy sleeping bag-esque it's like a high-low situation and then around the high-low part are these like orange little balls like little pom-poms there's some silver and then there's some like silver like more metallic holographic there's a lot of texture going on here it looks a little costumey like a little (laughs) on project one way when they have the unconventional challenges like if they were at a sporting goods store i feel like this is what they would come up with you know not my favorite look but lastly the best dress of the night absolutely hands down is miss taylor swift she is wearing oscar de la renta it is high neck and a mini it's like a nude sheer base and then she just has silver crystals dripping all around her around her neck across her chest and then they really swoop at the bottom there's like little arm swoops matching shoes on a red lip the hair is put back in its utter perfection When I saw Taylor wearing this, I was like, this girl has something up her sleeve. If you haven't seen Katie's TikTok series about Taylor Swift and her eras, she is so known for cultivating her eras for the different albums on the red carpet. I cannot explain it and do it justice. You have to go watch the series. And like, just because I have that background, I was like, she has something up her sleeve. I saw the red lip and I was like, oh, Taylor's version of red. But then I was like, wait, that already came out. So it's not like she's announcing that. But then she gets up. She wins the best, I think, video of the year. Yes, video of the year for All Too Well, the 13-minute version, which Dylan O'Brien was in, who was wearing that granny print that didn't line up that I criticized earlier. But anyway, she won for that. She goes up to accept rewards. And she announces her new original album, not a Taylor's version, original Midnight's, which is coming out October 21st. And it's a story of 13 sleepless nights scattered throughout her life, stories or songs that she's written in the middle of the night. And I mean, basically broke the internet, like everyone's talking about it. And I just love that Taylor infuses fashion into her storytelling so seamlessly. And she's like one of the greatest storytellers of our generation. Just absolutely phenomenal. Like kills it every time. And with that, that wraps up our VMA coverage. Now let's hop into our outfits of the week. I keep saying our and I mean mine, just me. And this week I was moving out of the place that I've lived for three years. So it was quite the stressful week. We did not have access to most of my clothes, but I also had like events to go to all week. So let's see what I ended up wearing, how I made it work. We're starting on Tuesday. I went to my favorite coffee shop to work at as a last hurrah, editing 
I believe, the listener guide for last week's podcast. We talked about Copenhagen Fashion Week. Give a little breakdown of what is Copenhagen style, some brands you should know coming out of Copenhagen. So definitely check that out if you did not listen to it already. But I'm wearing a little navy blue floral button-down short sleeve dress. I got this dress forever ago at Marshall's. And like three or four years ago. And it is my staple like throw on summer dress. It's super like 90s. Easy with like, these little daisies all over it. And then I just had on my new Reebok Club C sneakers. That are like a cream off white. With like a little bit of blue detailing. I just ordered like hoops of every size on Amazon. I was like I always wear like the same pair. That are probably like a one and a half inch. So I was like okay I need to bigger thicker ones any bigger thinner ones and that like pavoy brand on amazon the ones that i've had from there have not like tarnished whatsoever so i'm wearing big hoops a slick back pony and my little anna grace carry bradshaw necklace it's giving easy summertime look so on wednesday i went out to dinner with two of my friends we went to this new restaurant in Baltimore, it was steak and wine night. And while I did not participate in the wine, I certainly ate a lot of steak fruits. This is when I started to struggle on the wardrobe front, mostly because I had packed up a lot of my shoes. I tried on like three different outfits and all of them, I was like, I need this shoe that I don't have to make this outfit work. And eventually I was the last one who wasn't ready and I just had to throw things on. So I have this like, mini floral print black shirt that's from like Nordstrom Rack a few years ago and it's like ruched in the bodice and then it has like a puffy sleeve it's not my favorite shirt ever I'm gonna be honest I feel like it stretches out a little bit and like you can kind of looks a little white-ish but I was throwing things on and then I have this black mini skirt that I thrifted which has sadly reached its retirement there's like little shorts in it because it's a skirt. And I feel like those are so stretched out from over time that there's just no rebounding. So they like ride up and then they kind of end up being like a boy shore. And then I get underwear lines, which is like my biggest fear ever, which is why I only wear thongs. So those have to go. But I did get a replacement later this week, but we'll talk about that in a minute. And then I have my Steamata and like puffy Bottega Veneta-esque sandals and my Marc Jacobs silver bag. That Marc Jacobs bag was the, the only bag that I left out. So she is in all outfits this week. But I, what I really realized wearing this outfit is that, like, I absolutely hate wearing a flat to a dinner. Because I feel like at dinner, I'm dressing up a bit. Like, not if I'm just going to, like, some sort of bar or pub situation. But this is, like, a cute place. And I just felt so weird wearing a flat. Like, I felt so physically out of place. I want, like, a little bit of a heel. Even if it's, like, an inch. And I always feel like that makes my legs look better wearing a mini skirt too. And I was just like, wow. I never realized I had such strong feelings about my footwear choice when going out to dinner. But that really solidified it for me. Okay, next night, we saw Odessa with all of our friends. And it was outside at this, like, outdoor venue. And so with an outdoor venue, right, you have to think tactically about what you're wearing. And this day, I had actually just gotten sent some clothes from Los Angeles Apparel, which is by the same founder of American Apparel, which all had a chokehold on us, like 2014 Tumblr era. And if you look at like Los Angeles Apparel, like the aesthetic is exactly the same. Like it's just a slightly different name, right? But 
all their clothing are made in Los Angeles. They pay ethical wages. And I was really impressed by the things I got. I got to pick them out. So what I'm wearing here is this like bl- cerulean blue thick knit rib dress. And it's like a very simple mini dress with like a little tank top. But I saw all the reviews and the photos that people had posted. And everyone was like, this dress fits amazingly. It looks so good on like all body types. And I wanted a fun blue color. I'm all about an easy throw on dress in the summer. And this one did not disappoint. My friends were like, please send me the link. I need to buy that. And I like it's $44. And the construction and the quality of it was really impressive for that price point. Because I feel like you go into Zara and minimum anything really costs you $40. And it's shitty quality. So I was very pleasantly surprised. Again, wearing my Reebok sneakers, my Marc Jacobs bag. And then on Friday, Friday was like packing errands, getting shit done kind of vibe. I wore another piece that they sent me and it's a new black. They call it the cheer squirt. And I was like, oh, finally, I have a replacement for the one that I wore out to dinner on Wednesday night. And it's like a stretchy cotton. It's so comfy. It's like the perfect running errands kind of outfit. And I was really happy with that. So I wore that with my boxy white Everlane tee and club Reebok sneakers. Again, you're seeing repeats because things are packed away. Friday night, we had our friends one year out from their wedding party. And this was at a place called Sandlot. So it's like right on the water in Baltimore. It's sandy. So I was like, okay, we need like an elevated beach vibe. I went to the mall that day because I also have a wedding coming up. It's like my uncle's wedding. He's getting remarried. And it's supposed to be more of like a casual event. So I'm like looking for like a casual late summer sundress vibe. I went to the mall. There was not one single thing that would work. I went to Nordstrom. I went to Zara. I went to Free People. I went to Nordstrom Rack. I went to Akira. I was stretching. I went to Anthropology. And like almost nowhere had dresses. Free People had like a singular dress. And I was just absolutely upset. I was upset at my mall shopping experience and I love the mall, but I feel like these days, like no one carries her good stuff in store anymore, but I don't like online shopping. Cause even when I try stuff on in store, it never really fits. Right. And so I feel like I'm just kind of that experience online. You can't tell the quality. You need to deal with returns. Like someone needs to fix this. We need more experiential shopping. So that I was planning on wearing the dress that I bought that day or wanted to buy that day to this event at night and then to my uncle's wedding. But again, did not buy anything. So I had this dress I literally bought at like a surf shop in North Carolina when I was on vacation, I think last year. Like one of the surf shops that had like all the like t-shirts and printed gear and there's like a trillion things inside. Like this is not like a cute boutique place. It was like buy your like blow up and your like little beach pails and stuff. But I have this dress. I've You've definitely seen it before. But it's like tie-dyed blue, peach, pink, striped. And then it's got a ruched center. And I was like, okay, this is beachy, elevated enough. And then I had these platform sandals that I got from Walmart for literally $9. They were on clearance. They're tan. They're perfect. I do think I got shin splits from them. But I also was dancing a ton that night with my Marc Jacobs bag. And, you know, it worked for the event. I am still... SOL for this wedding dress. So please wish me good luck. If you have any recommendations on where to shop, here's the thing 
it's in South Carolina. It's going to be hot. I can't wear sleeves. I don't wear a satin because like sweaty satin is the worst thing ever. It needs to be casual enough that I can play yard games in it after, but still be like cute enough that it's wedding appropriate. There's a lot, a lot of criteria to hit. And I even showed my mom and my sister like all my dresses that I had. And they were like, yeah, you don't have anything to wear. And it's in a week and a half, two weeks. And I'm going on a bachelorette party this weekend. So actually, maybe we go shopping at the bachelorette party. Maybe I find something and maybe everything's okay. But you know, I'm going to keep you updated regardless. That's in like two weeks time. But with that, that's the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed my first solo episode ever. Honestly, I'm surprised I could talk this long. Not really. This is why we started a podcast because we're two chatty girls. But I feel like it was so nice to like a little solo time, a little bonding time with you. And I hope you enjoyed it. Please reach out, DM me, share it on, on Instagram. Make sure you look at all the photos on Verve podcast on Instagram. And with that, Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averitt. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averitt. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averitt. This has been a Three Beverage Media production.